Hello, everybody. Welcome to Therapy Dog Talk. My name is Jerry. My pup's names are Sunny and Riley, and each week we talk with different therapy dog teams and researchers around the world about the impact that they're making in their area. If you are just getting started and not sure where to get started, we have a free guide that you can find at freeguide.therapydogtalk.com. And we also have a community you can join at community.therapydogtalk.com. I'm really excited to talk with Miranda about her dogs, Aria and Maisie, today. They're both Brittany Spaniels, and they are all located up in Alaska and working with the indigenous population up there. So I'm looking forward to hearing their experiences. <laughs> For those who don't know you, would you like to introduce yourself and your pups? My name is Miranda, and this is Aria. She's four years old. She's the first therapy dog in the house. And then this is Maisie. He just turned one and a half years old, and she's the newest certified therapy dog in the house with the Alliance of Therapy Dogs. That's awesome. She was just recently certified, right? Yeah, about two weeks ago, she got certified. So we're in the paperwork process at all the facilities still, but everyone's very eager to meet her. That's very exciting. Miranda, how did you first find out about the role of therapy dogs? Aria, I adopted her at 10 weeks old. She was a client of mine. I own an in-home dog boarding, doggy daycare business. And her parents just weren't ready to have a puppy. And she was going to be sent back to the breeder. And so I asked if I could adopt her because she was already very attached to me and my family. And they they said, as long as you do big things. And so I said, I'll make her a therapy dog. <laughs> I'm glad that she was on board with that plan. Huh. Yeah, she insisted. She's a very social girl. That's awesome. I see she's wearing one of your custom creations right now, too. Yeah, all of us are wearing outfits that I made. Maisie has on this. It's called a cuspuck. It's hooded. It's Alaska Native clothing. Okay. Yeah, it's a hooded shirt that's very loose, and it has a pocket and a little skirt. But I designed it into a bandana style. Okay. So Maisie has the bandana style, and Ari is actually wearing the full pocket skirt and hood. Very, very cool. I love that you've implemented your own culture into their apparel and into your work together as a therapy dog team. That's really, really neat. Yeah, I'm always coming up with new ideas. I have a whole table full of leashes with Alaska Native fabric designs. I started making dog harnesses. Okay. And... Collars, leashes, and the whole works. So I made my own. This is a cuspuck vest. Has a little hood. Okay. Very cool. I love it. I know you really have a passion for getting rural Alaska and indigenous peoples there really on board with therapy dogs and with crisis response dogs. Why is that so important to you? I grew up in western rural Alaska, very small town, about 5,000 people. And no one's really heard of trained dogs in the town there's been very good house pets but no working dogs or trained dogs and there's also a problem with lots of dogs on the street and so i think that if the hospital would start a therapy dog program people would get inspired to do more with their dogs and it'd be really nice to see the hospital and the staff and patients cheer up a lot of people get sent to rural Alaska from the lower 48. It's a whole different town. Okay. And 
therapy dogs would definitely brighten up the hospital, starting with the staff and all the way to the patient. Right now, I focus all of my therapy dog visits at places where it's the most effective for Alaska Natives, Indigenous Alaskans. I've been gathering all of the stories from the patients I visit and I'm relaying them back to the president of the hospital in rural Alaska. And we're trying to work on a plan to get a therapy dog program started possibly this summer. Okay. It's going to be from scratch. So it's a lot of work to get all the hospital staff doctors on board. All the patients that I visit, they are so happy to see a therapy dog. I'm the only active person to volunteer at the Alaska Native Hospital here. Okay. And since I incorporate all this Alaska Native clothing for the dogs, they get extra happy when they see the animals. And it's really nice just to see them smile. It's the whole point of being getting the dogs all dressed up. Yeah, especially having someone who really understands their culture and the way that you do. Yeah, definitely a different culture. Yeah, I love that. So your goal is really to start that program there. Where are you all volunteering now? I volunteer almost every day of the week. Mondays, I go to the Alaska Native Hospital. Tuesdays, I go to the Covenant House. Wednesday and Thursday is a mandatory break for Aria because I don't want her to get overworked, but she hates mandatory breaks. And so she gets bored. She starts nudging me. We pretty much have an open invitation to go to the Alaska Native Hospital anytime we want. So sometimes they'll catch us there on her resting days because Aria does not like to take a break. Yeah. And then Friday is we go to an assisted living home and then we're back over at the Alaska Native Hospital. And right now I'm at the starting process of working at the military base hospital with Red Cross. So that that's going to fill either Wednesday or Thursday in the next couple of weeks on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. Cheyenne said her beagle also gets bored if her breaks are too long. Yeah. So she can. Okay. Yeah. Today, I noticed Aria was tired. So if we were supposed to go to the hospital today, I just let her nap and she took a day off. And I'm pretty sure she's going to want to work on Wednesday or Thursday this week. Have you run into any unique challenges volunteering with a bird dog? I know they're really close to your heart. They're brave. It's just consistent training. Even when they're already perfect, you always still want to do refreshing training. I get questions a lot from other people with bird dogs, especially Brittany's that are trying to get therapy dogs. And they are really interested in all the tips that I have for them. One thing that they try to do, they try to stop their natural bird instinct. And that's something that I never did. I've let them be bird dogs. They have the time where they get to work there in their work clothes and harnesses. And then when they're out of the harnesses, they can be bird dogs and go crazy. So it's the balance of work and play. I like that. I like that you have a balance for them. That's great. What are some of the ways that you've helped address the culture of Indigenous peoples with Aria? I know you mentioned that you have her custom clothing that you made her that's part of the culture. Do people really connect with that? Yeah, they do. They really connect with it. A lot of people from rural Alaska are kind of a small town. And when they see something familiar like a dog in a cuss bucket makes them smile. That's great. Molly is curious if you work by yourself or in teams when you volunteer. I work by myself. I kind of set my own schedule throughout the week and 
reached out to the places I wanted to be at. But I'm also part of a crisis response team. So I'm going to be working in team situations a lot more, especially tomorrow. Tomorrow's the big day. Ari is going to a middle school with a bunch of other crisis response canines. And there's going to be 300 students that I heard. So she's part of the National Crisis Response Canine Minor Program, which takes about a year to become a major, which is officially certified. Her and Maisie are in the beginning stages. They just opened up after being closed for like most of the pandemic. Okay. What are the requirements for that program? It's mostly training for the handlers. So I took so much classes. I took dog first aid classes, human first aid classes, suicide prevention classes, psychological classes. There's a whole bunch of requirements. So it's pretty extensive. They're very particular about who can join their team. Okay. Yeah. So you have nine to 12 months to make the cut and become certified. And we're at the beginning of that phase right now. Very cool. How did you know that Maisie and Aria would enjoy being therapy dogs? Aria, she needs around people. And Maisie is the same way. She's one and a half. She's never really wanted to play with her friends when they're over. Been more into hanging out with her humans. Okay. That she's very socialized with humans and dogs. And she has a good balance and... She prefers humans. Aria, she needs to be the center of attention. I love it. Molly was curious where someone can find information on the crisis response program. Look up National Crisis Response Canines. And you have to make sure you type in national because there's a couple other crisis response programs, but national seems to be very extensively trained and harder to get into, I believe. Is that what made you decide to go through that one? Or are um, they ones that are present in your area? They're the ones who work with the municipality. Like they volunteer with the police and firefighters a lot. And that's who I'd like to be working with, with the girls. They've actually met quite a few firefighter teams around town just through training. And also my husband's job, he works as a fire engine mechanic. So. Okay. We go there and they met a lot of the people on the team and it's something that we really enjoy in the environment. So hospitals and like community police and firefighting is like our goal. And also in- you have a lot of goals. Yeah, I'm busy. So busy. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I know having your own business has really given you the flexibility to to structure your work day. I know you mentioned that you like to do a lot of work with the Brittany Rescue in the area as well as your volunteering. Yeah, the part of American Brittany Rescue, it's a nationwide organization. There's only two of us in Alaska, so I'm pretty busy looking for Brittany's to help. I'm also a co-chair of the outreach and marketing, so I'm starting this big program that's nationwide and we're working having towns get volunteers to talk with vet shelters rescues let them know about us so we could help more britneys get our name out there very nice what surprised you the most in your training journey to therapy dog how bird dogs can switch from being bird brain to like work just like that but if you met these girls and they weren't working you would not believe that they're therapy dogs because they're 
typical dogs when they're working. They're so good. People don't believe that they're high energy dogs, especially all the nurses at the hospital. They want to get a Brittany and they think that just because these two girls are perfect that it's easy to do, but it's not as easy as it looks. Do they know when you put on their bandanas that they're going to work? Yeah, they have a whole closet. This is Aria's room and Maisie's. It has all of their pictures. That's their sewing station. And then it goes all the way to their closet where they got their bandanas, clothes, and then on the floor, all of their harnesses. So once they see me digging in their closet, they know it's time to go to work. Gotcha. So when they're playing, they don't wear clothes. They're just um, no, no collars, <laughs> no clothes. They're just typical house dogs, bird dogs. They get to go wild. Gotcha. I love that they know. Okay, I'm dressed up now. It's time to go meet people. Yeah, I got them dressed up before this interview, and now they're on their good behavior. They seem very calm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Pixel is curious if you can be involved with Animal Assisted Crisis Response with one organization and the national organization that you're joining. So I think you're doing Alliance of Therapy Dogs as well as the Crisis Response. Yes. Alliance of Therapy Dogs allows you to be part of other organizations. Pet Partners also allows you to be part of National Crisis Response. I know Pet Partners is very exclusive. They don't want you to be part of no one else's teams. But Anchorage is mainly a pet partners base. Okay. So everyone in Anchorage is either pet partners or national crisis response. And it's a very small crowd of therapy dog teams here. The only reason I chose Alliance with Therapy Dogs was because the clothes. They allow dogs to wear clothes. Yeah. Pet partners only allows bandanas. And I can't let my dogs just go around kind of naked because... Their personality is their clothes. All over town, they're known for their outfit. Gotcha. Oh, I guess you gave Molly Rose's mom an idea for more storage for tutus for her. So I guess she's getting her own room. Don't tell my dogs that your dogs have their own room. We don't have room for this. <laughs> for their Christmas present a couple of years ago, I got them a day bed. And it's just all dogs sent up here. And the whole closet is for them. If you see a sewing machine, it's so I could make clothes for them. I'm running out of space, really. I need to start organizing a little bit better. Lillian is asking how old the dogs are. I think you said earlier, but can you just remind us? Yeah, this is our Rita. She is four years old. Okay. And then Maisie, she is one and a half. Okay. Very cool. Cheyenne said, with hope, animals is a crisis response. You can't be a member of other crisis response programs. And Bubbles has their own dresser full of clothes, apparently. Oh, that's really neat. <laughs> very, very cool. Yeah. If they have any more questions about National Crisis Response, you should reach out to the contact information link on the website. Or they could reach out to me and I could talk to my mentor because I go to the monthly meetings and I could get information relayed back to them maybe quicker. Okay. That's good to know. Cheyenne doesn't want to talk about how disorganized our therapy gear is. Cheyenne, you can show us in a week or so when you're back on. She'll be joining us as a bonus conversation around National Beagle Day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, it's hard to keep this room clean because we go through so much clothes throughout the week. I kind of have to keep up with it or it turns into a disaster. Well, you're 
always making new ones for them, so that's easy to see. Yeah. Or yeah. A lot of their training is just going out on the town all week long. We go to all the places in town that are dog friendly. And they're very well known around town because of that. Aria has her own mural in Anchorage outside of the water. That's really special. I love that. Rita, do you have a story you can share that's an example of why you enjoy volunteering with your dogs? I do. There's a lot of patients that are very long-term at the hospital that I've gotten to know. And they're kind of the reason I go back multiple times a week because there's no one else that can go and visit them. I'm the only active volunteer for the Alaska Native Hospital here. And so I make sure to be there because I know the struggles that they go through and they want to be home. Like this young girl, she was at her hospital stay for four or five months. I feel like it was very long and Aria was the highlight of her week every week. And sometimes I work around people's schedule because I know what's going on in the following week just to make sure we visit with them. There's a very young kid over at the hospital who's a toddler and I always go there during this nap time and I try to make an effort to go there earlier in the day or later in the day just to make sure we go there. He can't have visitors in the room but we sit outside the door and Arya she just sits there and she loves kids. I have a toddler here so she is really good with toddlers and she just loves this little boy and she really wishes she could meet him, but she just lays her belly up, stares at him and he smiles and it's really sweet. There's this other long-term patient and she loves Aria and she sees the hair that I make her. So I told her last week I was going to make her like a little lanyard to match her. And that's what I was working on earlier today. I was going to bring it to her probably on one of these rest days since she took a break this week. Okay. I love that. Do you have any advice for someone who's interested in becoming a therapy dog team? Consistency, starting from day one. If you know you want to be a therapy dog, training never ends, even when you see that they're perfect. You just want to make sure they're the best versions of themselves all the time. Yeah. I love that. Is there anything else that you wanted to share while you're here today, Miranda? I don't think of anything at this second. Okay. No problem. <laughs> Where'd your girls go? Are they hiding behind me? She's like, I'm off duty. Her sister is uh, on a little toy. Very nice. Yeah, they have toy boxes all over the room. This is a dog room. <laughs> my computer happens to be in here. They let me share a little space in the corner for my work. I work for the hospital that's based in rural Alaska. Okay. I have a couple of jobs I work full-time remotely for the hospital based in rural Alaska and then I have my in-home dog boarding doggy daycare business okay is working for the hospital kind of what led to you trying to get a therapy dog program started there yeah it is I'm a medical coding auditor and I see all the paperwork but also did work there in person before and I've been around and I know that therapy dogs are needed there it really would improve the whole quality of work and just hospital patients experience there because it's very unknown yeah awesome well miranda thank you so much for sharing your experiences and your goals up there in alaska it was really nice meeting you and your pups yeah it was nice to meet you all too take care have a good day all right bye, bye.